0: We just couldn't wait until Friday to share this with you, so here's your Save the Mermaids mini cast. Welcome to today's mini. <laughs> <laughs> these are probably like becoming my favorite thing. I, I know we're such we're like we focus so much on being science communicators, but <laughs> I love these. I feel like we nerd out even more on. The weird cultural stories of the world than we do science. Yeah, right. <laughs> and we do well. I feel like it's so interesting because they're all a little different and offer their own thing, but it's all kind of the same. Right, which is crazy. So, what are you telling me about today? Okay, so today we're going to talk about of the first mermaid. Like. Ever like ever like the first recorded mermaid story is this thing I'm about to tell you. (gasps) So she was essentially the first mermaid. Oh my god! I know. I'm excited. I'm excited too. Okay, (laughs) so Adargadis was her name. She was the Assyrian goddess of the moon, femininity, and water. Can I just tell you how much I've connected with just that? Yes. (laughs) Right? Like I was like, "Mm, this is my girl. Like, who do I like? What kind of thing do I need to wear (laughs) on? um so she was worshipped about three to four thousand years ago so honestly not that long ago Mm -mm. because we have things um like uh plato and like a lot of really old stories about water beings Mm -hmm. so really this isn't that long ago but this is supposedly when she was around and being worshipped um so originally it was just Assyrians, but then her kind of not reign, but like her influence, I guess, spread all around the Mediterranean. Ooh. And I'll get into more of that later. Cause it ends up in like Roman and Greek myths and stuff too. Huh. So she does have a little bit of a sad story. Adar was said to have fallen in love with a mortal shepherd. And I have his name. His name was Hadad. They had a daughter named um, Semiramis who later became queen of Assyria and she is actually credited in some accounts for creating and building the hanging hanging gardens of Babylon. (gasps) So, and that's, uh, you're going to say like King Nebuchadnezzar is also credited with that, Uh but she just is equally like whatever story you're reading, it's one or the other. And they sometimes are called the hanging gardens of Semiramis. Were they together? Uh, like were they I, so? Thing? Nebuchadnezzar was said to have built the gardens for his wife, and that wasn't her, okay? Yeah, so I don't really know how the you know the streets collide. it sounds like such a the stories that we hear all the time where like a woman created something absolutely amazing, and then the guy walks up and is like, Just so you know, I built that. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was me, yeah. What the? Fuck? I know. <laughs> Oh, you're I so can right. see how that could have happened <laughs> like Isn't it happened they, in Egypt legit all the time constantly yeah they would just mark off the face of the woman and put his face on it and be like this is my I temple did, I did this <laughs> aren't I great I'm so great all right well I kind of hate Nebuchadnezzar a little <laughs> yeah he was kind of an ass yeah hey, what the hell dude so I'm gonna go ahead and attribute the gardens to her I like that um semi-ramus so yeah obviously like a big influence overall um, so Adar accidentally caused the death of Haddad, her, her husband oh. in all my research. I can't figure out what she did. Oh, <laughs> like, somehow he died and she blamed herself. Okay. And I think from what I gathered, it was a, like, she kind of underestimated her own power oh. and like accidentally killed him. Oh. So I don't know the situation. If anybody does let us know, but <laughs> that'd be weird if you did. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so yeah, she accidentally killed her husband and she was so overridden with guilt that she attempted to drown herself, Aww. um, but it didn't work because the water couldn't hide her beauty. So it turned her into a mermaid instead. Aww. So, um, that's the story of the first mermaid. Her followers <clears throat> never wavered. Um, her devotion like stayed strong. They love her. Even to this day, you can see like her influence places. So they worshiped her in a special temple. This is cool. In, um, it's an ancient city of Asalon, Israel. It's I don't think the city itself is there anymore. And I'm pretty sure this temple isn't there anymore. Um, but it was made entirely of gold and diamonds. And <gasps> in the middle of it was a pool full of fish, well taken care of, obviously, because she loved fish. And to get to the altar, her believers had to swim across the pool in the temple to get to the altar I want to live there I know oh you know I just have this temple of gold and diamonds right. just <laughs> swim through magical f- I just for some reason I imagine like a koi pond. I just was thinking yeah. that like beautiful like orange and deep like reds yeah. and whites and golds yeah oh, just <gasps> swimming peacefully while you go worship mm. I know I was like damn girl we will temples like that. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah her quote unquote cult spread far um to Greece and Rome and even the British Isles as the Romans brought that with them when they invaded. Oh. So pretty far. Um the Greek named her it's either Der Derketo or Derceto, I don't Okay, D E R C E T O. And the Romans named her Dea Syria which is um goddess of Assyria. Okay. Just like they stole her, but gave total credit. <laughs> um, so the Greek myth actually is kind of different. So they believe that Atargatis was connected to Pisces and that um, her story is that an egg fell from the heavens and landed in the Euphrates river and a fish found it and like nudged it to shore so it could hatch on land. And it ended up being Atargatis was hatched from this egg. And to thank the fish, she asked Zeus if her power could be to take care of the fish I know like almost started crying a little because it's so freaking sweet that's so sweet so he granted her that and then put Pisces in the sky (gasps) as like a tribute oh and isn't it Pisces season right now I think it is I don't know much about mythology but I'm pretty sure it is I kind of feel like that has come up a couple times yeah like the last couple weeks oh I, know. I love that story right at Arganis, the first mermaid they took care of her so she took care of them i loved that part of it like that in the temple the temple <laughs> sounds amazing i feel like we just don't we don't go as big anymore we're like oh look i made this amazing building out of steel but like is it pure gold and diamonds no right <laughs> are there fish being well taken care of inside of it that you no. have to swim to to go pray <laughs> And I didn't even see any mention of the altar itself. I'm sure it was awesome. Yeah. Can you imagine if that's your place of worship? It makes me want to like step it up church yeah right like I'm over the pews uh, except for that one <laughs> except for the mermaid yeah, one except for the where was that zener yeah Zenner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we cover so many okay so we're adding it to our travel list I'm assuming oh yeah mm-hmm. for sure we'll just go see if she's still there in Israel somewhere I mean and maybe or maybe like even the ruins of that temple that would be so cool because I feel like even if obviously this is a lore story or a goddess story temples are real. Yeah. Like that temple was there. Yeah. It was a mythology and a religion. Yeah. And so I know they had a worship person. It's gotta be somewhere. <laughs> I love it. Thanks so much for diving in with us today. Please make sure to follow us on Instagram at Save the Mermaids Podcast. Visit our website at www.mermaidconservation.com for all the podcast merch and our eco-friendly favorites. And don't forget to join our Facebook community, Save the Mermaids Podcast Community. This is where we will post our monthly meetups, share our favorite underwater adventures, and connect with like-minded ocean lovers all over the world. Until next time, mermaids!